So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast, episode 177 for December 16th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have the man of the hour, the man with the power too sweet to be sour, Andrew Aroa McFain. What the hell? Are, what? I didn't realize Andrew. we were doing poetry night. <laughs> and we have the, the lyrical miracle, Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. That was a much less grandiose title. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, Nathan, my love is a fever, longing still for that which no longer nurses the disease. In faith, I do not love thee with mine eyes, for they in thee a thousand errors see. But tis my heart that loves what they despise, who in spite of you are pleased to dote. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Do you just have that memorized? Just Just in cases of this? No, but I do listen to the Greatest Gen podcast, and they use that for one of their drops. So oh. I've I've heard it a couple of times. Oh, okay. I was just like, "What? That was that was very specific and memorized." So uh, you never yeah. know when you're going to have to break out some poetry, Nathan. Always be prepared. Oh, okay. Thanks. I I do know when I have to break out poetry. That's almost never. Actually, it's surprising. So uh, let, let's get on to uh, what we played and where we can find you. Aroa, where, what have you played this weekend? Where can we find you online? Uh, I've played some Smash, but I've, I've honestly, I, I, you know, I, I've been playing a lot of Fate Go lately because they just keep hitting me with the events. Right now, the event is uh, you got to finish Chapter 7 before the 20th, I think it is. Uh, or else you don't get uh, 30 free premium currency. Oh, and, okay. Uh, holy shit. I want, that, I want that free premium currency. It's exactly enough to do one big uh, summon, which is, is very useful. I uh, see. And what, well, how so, much does the currency cost? How much is 30 currency? Okay. So I don't know for sure. Let me. I was going to play the game while we were podcasting anyway, but holy shit, it didn't close itself in the background. Well, I'm not sure, but I can tell you that, like, not even enough to do one big draw is somewhere around twenty dollars. Oh, okay. So it's like it's like thirty bucks. Probably ten bucks for ten or something like that. It's too much. What yeah. whatever it costs. It's way too good. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. The wiki has it. Okay. 36 St. Quartz um, is $23.99. Okay. Uh, and then 16 Saints Quartz is $11.99. So it's like 25 bucks for 30 Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Roughly. It, no, one, no one in their right mind would ever buy premium currency in Fate Go. Like only complete idiots would ever do that. I'm, have you bought? I, I'm, I'm not. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm being completely sincere here. That's retarded. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So that's that's all you played is Fate Go and a little bit of of Super Smash Brothers for the the Switch. 
Um. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Uh, I, I think so. Um, oh, okay. Though I, I I mean, I will say, yeah. Sony apparently thinks. I I just got the email with the new uh PlayStation Plus stuff. Oh yeah. For for the uh, for the month and. Sony says that I played 43 hours of online gameplay and I earned 19 trophies last month. What? I don't remember the last time I turned on my PlayStation 4. I, I'm not, like, accidentally logging into your account. Am I? No, I don't uh, think I, I am. I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm not. But that would be that would be hilarious if somebody... Does somebody have access to your account? Like... John or Tyler or something? Not that I'm aware of. John doesn't even own a PS4. Oh yeah, he's a po po bastard, isn't he? Yeah. Huh. I don't know where these stats are coming from. If they're totally wrong, or if there's just somebody somewhere who's using my account without my knowledge. And do you think yeah. the wife's playing on your account or something like that? Well, even if she was, she wouldn't be playing. Like the only games that she'd be playing would be. Uh, she plays would that. Be Project Eva. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. She plays that, and and she has she's she's bought the DLC under her account, not mine. Huh. Weird. Anyway, I uh, I'm gonna move on and ask you where we can find you online, and then we'll move on to to Connor the Cyberpunk oh. Monk Bash. Yeah, Twitter Roa, YouTube Roa one three three seven, and uh, Twitch Roa one three three seven. I tried to put up a new video this week, but uh, I've been using uh davinci resolve as my video editor oh yeah and yeah. it's got some weird quirks uh particularly with the rendering oh um you can set it to maximum speed but sometimes that's too fast oh and it freaks out and like even though the setting is, it, the setting is literally maximum so in my mind that says go as fast as you can without breaking anything nope but apparently that's not... that just means go as fast as you can fuck it so so and... it's probably similar to i mean obviously not not exactly comparable but like uh you have like max speeds of cd drives when you're yeah. burning them and if you put it on max speed it doesn't work like your cds always come out as crap so you have to put it down to like 2x to to actually get a good uh... reading and that's what I ended up having to do. I, I rendered it fifty percent speed, and then it was it was fine. I just I wanted to get the uh, I wanted to get the rough render out so that I could try to edit at work. Oh, and I see, I see. I couldn't even I couldn't even get it to fucking render that initial video because it just it kept dropping a frame like thirty three thousand frames in. And... Oh, just like a single frame. Yeah, yeah. So it for, uh, Da Vinci will just stop if it encounters any kind of error during rendering and you have to tell it what to do after that however if you just hit okay then it, it just stops and you have to force kill the program it doesn't crash it just stops doing anything you can't tell it to stop rendering you can't close out the render uh, application you can't do anything it's just frozen forever so DaVinci Resolve is weird, is what you're saying. Yeah, and it's weird to me that supposedly it's used by, like, the BBC. 
Yeah, it's it's hugely popular. It yeah. is it is a very very professional uh, video editing software that's used in the, like the BBC uses it, and a lot of companies use it. Like the entirety of Doctor Who effects and all are supposedly all done within DaVinci. Yeah, like and that blows my mind. And they're it's, they're doing it on Linux boxes. It's a hun- hundreds of dollars computer, right? Or um, I'm sorry, software. It's like a, a few, a couple uh, hundred dollars. It, it's uh, it's free if you don't want uh, certain features. Well, I, I understand that, but if you like, they're obviously going to be using the professional version. Version. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's like three hundred dollars or something like that. Like it's actually not that expensive. That's not too bad. I mean, it is it is pricey because you can use, you can get the older versions of Sony Vegas, for like twenty five bucks. Yes, but that's Sony Vegas. I know, but it, for YouTube videos, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Eh. Also, it, Sony Vegas is garbage. It is. I actually, it's. it's I'm, I apologize. It's not Sony Vegas anymore. Yeah, no, it's Magic's yeah. Vegas Movie Editor Pro fifteen. Whatever. I think. Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on Humble Bundle. If you're looking for a video editor, yeah, that's okay. But it's not the Pro version. Oh, it's not. No, it's just the regular version. There's there's uh, Vegas Movie Editor and then or Ve- Vegas Movie Studio. My bad. And then there's Vegas Movie Editor and then there's Vegas Movie Editor Pro. The oh, Pro so version it's... is not on sale. I see. I see. Anyway, let's move on to Connor and ask what he's been playing. You and I played a little bit of Overwatch in the week. That was all right. We do we uh, do pretty well. Uh, Durga likes getting mad at me. Durga just likes getting mad. I don't think you are necessarily yeah. the sole intent. Of... Anyways, yeah. uh, played a little bit of Titanfall. Still a great game. Still holds up. Played a little bit of Rocksmith. Still same old, same old. Yeah. I have played so much Smash Brothers, though. Um, So I was playing the other night, and I got a little notification saying I unlocked all the fighters. And at first I was like, well, shoot, that didn't take that long at all. And then I thought about it, and I was like, i basically just been playing Smash Brothers like every few minute that I have. It's a good game, but it is starting to burn out a little bit on me. Yeah, I I don't I'm going to I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here, but I'm not a huge fan of Smash Brothers. I mean, I I love it. You quit. I quit. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, And the reason I say that I'm not a huge fan of Smash Brothers, I just can't like like I enjoy it. I enjoy playing Super Smash Brothers with friends, but I can't just sit there and play it for hours and hours. Right, and that's what I've been doing, and I think, I still love this game. Obviously, I've been playing the hell out of it. I yeah. think I'm just burning myself out on it. The spirit battles, the rock, paper, sister system they got going on, it's just, it gets a little exhausting after a not long enough time, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, uh, while I do enjoy it as like a party game, I just don't enjoy playing it all the time, um, like a lot of people do. I know some people who will sit down just for hours by themselves playing that game, uh, like you. Like you, Connor. It's good. It's yeah. fun. Um, I, uh, as uh, Connor said, I played some uh, Overwatch. Oh, yeah, where can we find you? Sorry about that. Oh, you can find me at Twitter, Cyberpunk underscore Monk. You can find me on the Rollmongers Family of Podcasts. Reeton and I do Clinton's Core Classic Tries of the Rune Lords. Check us out there. I'm someone's favorite. 
I don't. I don't actually believe that. That's it. Do you believe comment. that, Arua? There's a comment. No. There's a comment where the person was like, "Nathan's one of my favorite," and I was like, "Yeah," because I'm awesome. comment poster reading. Ah. <laughs> well, uh, so I am someone's favorite, even if it's mine. Um, <laughs> I have been playing. I played some Overwatch with with Connor here. And I had a friend, uh, as I said earlier, Durga got mad at me because um, he was being the healer. But I would argue that if you're gonna, if there's gonna be one healer in the game, it shouldn't be Zenyatta. Like, no, I, no. like he was Zenyatta, and he was like, "I'm healing," and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be a healer too," because Durga sucks at healing. And he was, and he got mad at me. But I would argue if you're gonna be if there's gonna be one healer, it needs to be Lucio or Mercy. Maybe the sniper chick if you're really, really good with her. But those like Mercy and Lucio are should be the main healer with someone else being the supporting healer. That's just me. Anyway, I mean, I that don't game. disagree with you. Like even a good Bridget could hold a team. Yeah, yeah, but Zenyatta, I like Zenyatta, but his heals don't do that much and of course they're only one person at a time and you have to switch them between it's it doesn't work out that well uh and then what else have i played i haven't played a ton this week i i took a couple days off of streaming because i had to work late and then i i just i got a little burnt out this week of, of streaming so i haven't played a ton but i will be playing more games next week and you can find me, Nathan Reed Spruth. I'm Reeton everywhere. I'm on Twitter, at Reeton. I'm on Mixer, at Reeton. I'm on YouTube, Reeton or Reeton Entertainment. And you can find my website, reetonentertainment.com. And you can find my uh, uh, my podcast here that you're listening to somewhere in the verse. And you can you can follow us on iTunes or Google or Stitcher or any of those at uh, Reeton Podcast. So and I believe Jeff has also uh, put us on SoundCloud because we were on SoundCloud and then I pulled it all off because I didn't like SoundCloud that much. Mainly because it's hey to, to put any real amount on there. Yeah, and so Jeff put us back on SoundCloud under the the cork the um the rollmonger stuff, so you can listen to us there. I guess yeah. Anyway, His name Jeff. <laughs> so so let's talk about a story that I had. It's it's a, it's a personal story, not a, not a game story or anything like that. So I have a friend who has a Plex server. You shut you stop that. I have a friend who has a Plex server. And he has 300 movies on there. And what what he would do is he would get like a a Blu-ray and he would rip the Blu-ray and put it on his Plex server. And, you know, a, a few months ago, it was like, oh, my, my Plex server is running out of room. I got to buy a new got buy a new hard drive and put it in there and, and add storage. I'm like, oh, whatever. And a few days ago, and he's like, yeah, my, my Plex server is getting full again. I'm like, okay, so you're going to buy a new hard drive? He's like, yeah, I might have to upgrade or, or um, you know, get, get a new server box because I'm just running out of space. So I might need more hard drives. And I was like... So how much how much space do you have in there right now? And he did the math. He's like, oh, about thirty terabytes. 
And I was just like, okay. Um, so after you rip them, have you? Did you com- compress them at all? And his reply was, no. See, that makes sense. That adds up. <laughs> yes. So he has thirty terabytes of uncompressed video and audio. Is he trying to run like a web archive of all these movies? Well, he has Plex. He's well on track. <laughs> he is. He he has Plex, um, and he has it so that you know you can watch it elsewhere, so outside the house and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. but I mean, why would you? Why would you not compress them? Because he didn't know to not to to compress them. So now, so now he has this, to get. This is why. This is why the whole like run your own home server bullshit that all the like home routers are doing. Yeah. This is this is why it's all it's all pearls before swine. Yeah. So what he is uh what he needs to do is buy uh more hard drive space because he doesn't have any hard drive space to compress the the files. So he has to buy more hard drive space and then set that so that he can compress all of those and just it's 30 terabytes it's going to take him like 2 or 3 weeks of constant compression to get that compressed to get get all those movies compressed i want to know okay so 30 terabytes so yes 30 terabytes 30,000 gigs or so yeah right. yeah that by 4.7. Jesus fucking Christ. That's 6,382 DVDs. <laughs> yes. But but remember, he, he's getting these off Blu-ray. So they're, they're uncompressed, oh. uncompressed Blu-ray files. Okay. So it's more like 30,000 divided by mm, reasonably probably 25. Yeah. That's yeah, still 1,200. Yeah, he says that's he, an impressive Plex, uh, Plex library. Yeah, he has he has a good Plex library going on. Um, he really needs to compress that shit. That's what he needs to do. That's a good start. Yes, and then compressing it, it would probably get about sixty percent smaller. More, more like depends. depends. More or less, um, yeah. How he does it? Yeah, I'm. I've told him to do X two six five. Or whatever it's called, is it is it X or is it something else? Anyway, instead of two six H two six five, which would make it way would which which would would make it way smaller and hopefully you know actually be able to do it. So, and then he would have thirty terabytes of space that he could use for other things because he has to buy the the fifteen terabytes to get the get the stuff compressed too. It'll be it'll be fun. He could also, you know, com- theoretically compress it to uh, 480i, and then it would be yeah, uh, it'd then, be way smaller. Yeah, you don't. He'd <laughs> probably fit all of that within like ten terabytes. <laughs> you know, I have I have a cloud at cost, and I have a little Plex server on with my cloud at cost. And God, why? Um. There, I wasn't using it for anything, so I was like, yeah, I might as well. And so I just threw up a Plex server and added a few movies and stuff that I had laying around. 
and uh, it's working okay, actually. Shockingly enough, it works fine. You Not already a lot of... have like you have everything already encoded in a streamable format. Is that why? Uh... I think that like real time encoding on that thing would be. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I have some like DVDs and stuff that I laying around that I put on there. Like I have this one that's a uh, it's a horror movie collection I got from uh, Walmart. Uh, no, from Seven Eleven. Oh wow! <laughs> it's uh the Funhouse, Phantasm Two, The Serpent Ooh. and the Rainbow, and just seven is that S's. The title? That that is the title is. That's a that's a movie about uh, vampires, right? Yeah, not snakes, not not snakes no. at all. Snakes would would not make any sense with that title. No. That's why would you even say that? So you know, I have some I have some movies on there, and it it works fine. I just uh, I rip them, and then shockingly enough, I throw them into Handbrake, <laughs> and I do web I press the web optimize button, and it <laughs> and it works, and it it uh, it took my movies from like ten gigs to 2.9 or something like that gigs uh it's weird how that works anyway let's move on and actually talk about some uh video game stories and let's talk about ndas and why you don't break ndas apparently especially if you're using origin there's a video out there and it's uh in the link below it's uh from massivelyop.com so this guy mark dara Mark Dara said, so the alpha's on and I'm seeing some chatter about connectivity issues to the servers. Two things. Uh, This is one of the primary purposes of the test. And two, you're actually in violation of your NDA if if you're publicly discussing the issues you have. Okay, makes sense. Um, So don't, you're not allowed to discuss things like that. I I think NDAs are retarded. I personally do. Um, I think issues like that you should be able to discuss, but, you know, streaming and stuff, I understand they don't want people to see the game in a bad light. So first impressions are a huge thing. So if somebody sees, oh, wow, this game is, is crappy and not loading, even if it's an alpha or beta, could, could show off some bad bad signs and and get some bad publicity however this guy decided to there's another guy i forget his name oh it's video is unavailable now whoopsie uh yeah the youtube account associated with this video has been terminated due to multiple third-party notifications of copyright infringement which what that actually means is just ea went hey youtube take him out (laughs) yeah but the video what the video showed was uh this guy was streaming the anthem beta and then he got signed out of origin and signed out of the the anthem account or anthem thing and so he's like oh no and it crashed to desktop and it was showing his desktop and he goes and you know he starts up origin again and it's not logging in and then it takes a sec- couple seconds, and he logs back in, and all of his games are gone because he was streaming the Anthem beta. So EA decided to take out all of his video games, 
which so, sounds um, harsh. What's that? Are you are you going to are you going to say what I was going to say? I was going to say it sounds harsh, but it you know it's probably in the NDA when you signed up that they could do oh. that. What were you going to no. say? No, uh, I was going to say that according to some uh, somebody in the comments, he only had Anthem in oh. his origin library. Oh, okay. So that okay, I apologize. Then I I must not have. It, it, the story well, says it's, that he had it's only taken in the away. comments. Okay. Yeah, he's he's pointing out that this is sensationalized uh, so-called journalism that is just being spread everywhere because it's exciting. Okay, that makes that makes a lot more sense then. So yeah, that makes way more sense to me because, like, I <laughs> when until I read that, I was in the boat of I don't give a fuck what the NDA says. You you don't just you don't just take all the games that somebody supposedly owns. Yeah, like I I get I get that you can I get that you can do that at any time with Steam or Origin or whatever. Like if yeah. you get VAC banned. You know, you get you get banned from all of the all the games that use Valve anti cheat, yeah, which is fucking like a lot kind of, of them. Dick. Uh, some people have had their Steam accounts completely obliterated as a result of be doing illicit things, and that's pretty fucked up. Not gonna lie. I was fucked up. I don't even care. I don't care if you're like doing child trafficking over your Steam account. And yes, I'm being completely facetious here, but I do. I, I do I care about it. if you're child trafficking off of your Steam account. I want all of your games taken away. Every I, last I, one of I, them. I, Drug I trafficking is fine. I don't think anybody should be able to go all these games that you paid money for. You just you don't get them anymore. Yeah, I had a friend. You, you just, you don't get to have them. So I, I had a friend on uh on Steam, and somebody messages me one day, and I won't say her name or her her gamer tag, but um somebody like her ex boyfriend messaged me one day, and he's like, "Hey man, I got I got pictures of her from when we were going out, uh, and she's been kind of a bitch to me. So do you want you want those pictures?" And I was like, "No." No, no, that's that's what we call wrong. And so of course I I sent that message to my friend. And she's like, "Yeah, I've got a lot of people telling me that the same thing's happening like he's going to all of my friends on Steam and doing that." And I was like, "That's that's a bannable offense. That's what that is." So uh I I do think that if if you're doing child trafficking, you should have all your games banned. Oroa no. Anyway, um, I, I, yeah. So I think you should. I think you should be put in jail, but I don't think that you should have your Steam account deleted. <laughs> well, apparently he only had the the Anthem beta, so this story is stupid anyway. Right, yeah. and we were talking a little bit before we started recording. That's really the way that you should be doing this. If a part of your NDA says, "Hey, we're gonna wipe your account if you fuck up," you better not have anything you care for on that account. Yeah. And that's and that's something that uh, somebody mentioned in the comments too, is that uh, the this is this is a reason why whenever you sign up for stuff like this, you should probably have a puppet or yeah a puppet account. Yeah. To, or just uh, don't do all that with. Or just don't break the NDA. 
You you also shouldn't brick the NDA, even though I am I am definitely of the opinion of fuck NDAs. But I was in uh I was in the the Elder Scrolls yeah. Alpha and that shit they went hard on the yeah. Elder Scrolls Online Alpha because they, they just they put your email address all over the screen the entire nice. time you were playing. So that if you screenshotted anything, they would find you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I uh I had to sign an NDA with Sony, so that was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because there was something last week that you like you started to say and then realized that you couldn't say it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That happens. And then occasionally. I forgot to ask you about it afterwards. Yeah. Um I mean you wouldn't tell me because that would be breaking the NDA and nobody ever does that. But I know. would never I would never do that. In fact I had somebody I worked with who he worked on Shadow of Mordor, and he was telling me about something, and I was like, he's like, yeah, it was the um, the rivals coming back from the dead, like how you would kill the same person over and over again, and they kept coming back, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, yeah, so it was mentioned in this really obscure forum somewhere by one of the, the guys It was released, like this information. And so that's the only reason I'm allowed to talk about it. I was like, but that game was released years ago. He's like, yeah, so if you sign an NDA like that, all game NDAs last pretty much forever. So if you come back like 10 years later and you're talking about something that happened in development that wasn't released publicly, they could still sue you. It, that really, really depends on the situation. Yeah, I I bet, but it's technically they could. Anyway, let's move on, and we'll talk about John Romero. Um, you guys might remi- re- remember him from such games as uh, I believe Die Katana. Uh, that that one. I was believe good, that right? is the magnum opus of yes. of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also made this little game, uh, called called Doom. I think, uh, you know, uh, it was released to the like. 25 years ago <clears throat> and doom is getting an expansion a free expansion in 2018 or 19 19 19 it says uh here on ars technica john romero co-creator of the classic and influential 1990s first person shooter doom has announced that he will re- release 18 new levels for the game for its 25th anniversary next year uh, scheduled for a mid-February 2019 release. The free megawatt of levels will be called Sigil. Uh, Romero's website describes it as a spiritual successor to the fourth episode of Doom, picking up where the original left off. So, it will... I believe it's all free. All the levels are free if you just want to download them and play them. That's cool. But they also have a couple bundles that you can buy... Uh, well, okay. So stop it. You can't do that on podcast. Um, <laughs> he just loves games that have bundle systems. Now, if yeah. you don't, if you don't like one option, here's a silver option. Twenty dollars so, more, a couple of shitty skins. Yeah. So this is bad. forty. This is forty though. You'll All right, so forty. So for forty dollars, you'll get a copy of the original game. Uh, I'm sorry. So you have to you have to have the original game to play these. Uh, but if 
the free download isn't enough. Romero is offering two special editions. The first one is $40, and it has a beautiful demonic standard-sized big box featuring the artwork of Christopher Lavelle. A 16-gigabyte, three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk-themed USB. So it's a, it's, a, it's a flash drive that looks like a three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk. Oh, um, that's awesome. A two-disc jeweled case that includes the free megawatt data and soundtrack by Buckethead. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, that was that was actually what I was reacting to. Buckethead was when I saw that Buckethead's doing the soundtrack because that's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, and then two stickers, one Sigil and one Romero Games. Uh, and in the Beast box set, you get a the oversized demonic inspired uh, a big box inspired by the id anthology box individually numbered and signed personally by john romero and featuring the artwork of christopher lavelle i love big box by the way they're stupid and huge and can't fit on shelves and they're great uh you get the floppy disk you get a two disc booklet size case that includes the megawatt data and full soundtrack by buckethead and behind the scenes information on the original game and the megawatt's development uh, you get an eight and eight and a half by ten art or eight by ten art print side by the illustrator Christopher Lavelle, a sigil themed coin, a pewter statue of John Romero's head on a spike, which is a reference, I believe. Is that Doom Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get an XL sized sigil T-shirt and two stickers, one sigil and one Romero games. I don't think the hundred and sixty six dollars is worth it, though. Right, that's sort of where I'm sitting on that. It's it's cool, but it's not 166 dollars cool. If yeah, it was a hundred, if, if it, it was a hundred, yeah, if it was a hundred, yeah, I I I I would have already bought it if it was a hundred. But the extra sixty six bucks is kind of yeah. I understand it costs a lot of money to make those things, but you know, I'm also not hip on the fact that I don't get to see the pewter statue. Oh yeah, I want to know how big it's going to be. It's going to be the size of uh, two quarters stacked up on each other. And that's kind of like what I'm thinking is like if it's going to be real tiny. Yeah. I I mean, I would imagine it would be a decent size, like like Amiibo size maybe. That's not good enough. Uh, Well, yes, for $166, it's not enough. I want it to be like seven inches tall. You want it to be the size of his actual head. I I I would buy it immediately if it was like a full full size cast of his head <laughs> on a pike. Yes, perfect. I would fucking immediately buy that. That is uh, that's that's great. You should do. You should buy it. You should buy one hundred and sixty six dollars. That's all I'm, you have. To I'm spend. not gonna lie. I am genuinely tempted. But, but it's too much money. It's it's too much money. For, it is. I the, might actually get the forty dollar version. Though. That's what I was gonna say. The forty dollar one sounds like it. It might be okay. Um, I mean, you get the you get the soundtrack by Buckethead too. Yeah, and I'm really digging that that flash drive. I'm, yeah. Honestly, I'm looking at the flash drive right now. I'm I'm a big fan of this thing. I might see if you could just buy one of these USB flash drives like this. This is awesome. And to be fair, if that shirt that they're they're giving away. Uh, or they're selling is pretty sweet. Yeah, the shirt too. The shirt 
very much tempts me because it, yeah like on the surface it doesn't even look like it has anything to do with a game it just fucking looks like an awesome satan shirt yeah like it looks it looks pretty sweet um, i'm pretty sure that's the art that chris lavelle did on it yeah yeah that is and uh it doesn't show yeah it doesn't show the statue yeah uh, they, it, they, they said uh in the in the subtitle, it says the full package is presented in a marketing image. Notable, the as yet unrevealed pewter statue of John Romero's head on a pike. Huh. And that's the thing. If if it's pewter, it, it probably is going to be pretty small because I I would imagine doing a full cast of pewter would be fucking expensive. Yeah, that that flash drive does look pretty sweet though too. I also um. um... Oh, this is being done by Limited Run Games. That's oh, it awesome. Is? That I is love cool. them. They are great. I actually met um, I met one of them when I went to a Portland Retro Gaming Expo. I was going to say, year, was it at the year. Portland Retro Expo? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And I was. I like, meant to ask you, by the way, do they still that? do the Tetris tournament there? They do. Okay, because I they do actually. I I watched a video about that and they mentioned that it started at the portland retro gaming expo and i was like no fucking shit i'm gonna yep. have to ask him if they still do this yep every single year yeah um i went there and I, I saw one of the people from limited run games and i was like i've seen you somewhere and he's like my life in gaming i was like yeah that's it because my life in <laughs> gaming is great um i don't if you guys don't if if anybody doesn't watch my life in gaming you should watch it it's 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 a plug i don't even care it's a plug that they know nothing about because nobody knows about us, but they are great and they don't have nearly enough followers. Like they're 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 at like seventy thousand subs, I think, and they should be well above that. Wait, really? I I think That's so. It? They might have more yeah. now. I mean, what even are... I know about them and I don't care about them at all. You don't? Why not? I don't really watch game culture stuff. I I like them. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I lied. So they are well above that, but they're still they're still not as as popular as I think they should be. They're at 119,000. Oh yeah, it's still not much. Yeah, like I think they should be be high. Like they put a lot of effort into their videos, so you should watch that. Anyway, uh, that art book is awesome too. Yeah, are you gonna get it? Oh wait, I don't no, know. the art book doesn't come with the. Uh, yeah, oh wait, no, it does! It does! It does! The demonic. Yeah, so it, it's only the super expensive one. No, it doesn't. It says the beautiful demonic standard size big box featuring the artwork of Christopher. Le- oh no, it's not the art. It's artwork, yeah, not the, the art box. book. Damn it! Yeah, yeah. You might have to get the hundred and sixty-six dollar one, or find somebody who gets it and then rob them. Let them keep the statue. Uh. Anyway, let's move on. And talk about a game that was uh, it was announced at the video game the the Red Dead Awards featuring Red Dead Redemption. It was announced then called Atlas, which Connor and I spoke about beforehand. It, it looks like a good Sea of Thieves, right? Hopefully, hopefully it's good. Uh, it was I I didn't realize this when when I originally watched the trailer that it was supposed to release. On December thirteenth, and uh, it's going to be thirty dollars uh, for the early access release, so not not a full price game, which is cool too. But thirty dollars for early access. Uh, it got pushed back 
by about a week. And so it's being released now into early access on the 19th. So this coming Wednesday. I am probably going to get this game, actually. because This it, looks hype as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. <laughs> like, I know it's early access, and I try to stay away from early access, but it looks really good. I'm probably going to get it. Who's making this? Um, pers- Just some... Buddy called Studio Wildcard. Yeah, let's see what what else they've made, or see if they've made anything else. Uh, right click, paste, and search. Developed Studio Wildcard. Kirkland, Washington. I know where that's. Oh, at. they made Ark. Oh, they're hiring. Let's see, they're hiring for senior engine programmer, uh, gameplay yeah, programmer, that. senior yeah, animator, uh, character technical artist. Technical artist, environment artist, and VFX tech artist. So they are not hiring for IT. So we, I ain't got that. But yeah, they made we'll Arc. Probably contract that out. But yeah, and Arc so, is a I mean, Arc is a pretty well received game, right? Uh, depends on what you mean. Like the game itself is supposedly pretty good. Yeah, they've done some pretty shifty business tactics, like selling an expansion pack for a game that isn't finished yet. Yes, yes, that's that is one thing they've done. But you know, is that any different than pre-order DLC? No, but that doesn't make it okay. That's true. That's true. Pre-order I, I agree DLC with you. is also not okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's not. It's a. Uh... Uh, pre-order DLC is uh, very bad. You shouldn't do it. But I will probably... St- I have Ark. I haven't played it in a long time. But I will probably pick up Atlas because uh, there's one thing I like. It's pirates. And if it's one thing I don't like, it was Sea of Thieves. Because... I'll, uh, I'll watch you stream it. And and make your decision on if you want to buy it. Yeah. I definitely want to see gameplay before I proceed with the pretty like fantasy fights, giant ass Assassin's Creed four style ship mechanics. This looks like everything that I want to have in an MMO game. Yeah, but I'm, I'm it could hoping... also be Sea of Thieves. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping it's not. It's because like Sea of Thieves, we spoke about on the podcast. There are problems where like Aroa, you know, went on a ship and was killing people on the ship, and then they just respawn and kill you on the ship. Yep. And so I think that if if Atlas is able to get we're like I would like to be able to actually board a ship and steal their ship and like plunder their loot and stuff without them respawning and killing me right away. Is it too much to ask that you get to be a pirate in that game about being a pirate? Exactly. And I have to say Sea of Thieves at least when I played it and you know it might have evolved since then. Uh it just wasn't fun because it was all the same thing. You get a map, you go to the location, maybe kill kill a few skeletons and get a chest, and that's it. There wasn't I much. Will, there wasn't much I will else to it do. For being one of the first games to do that crossplay gimmick, that really not enough games are doing it. They really should. Uh, no, the first game that I remember doing that crossplay gimmick was Shadowrun. <laughs> all right. For for Windows Vista, and the uh, Xbox 360, right? Yeah, and it was uh, uh, bad. I was like, y- you know, why I got that game, right, Connor? 
I assume because you wanted to play with friends on not the platform you had. No, because I like Shadowrun. And I didn't realize you like Shadowrun. We should talk about Shadowrun sometime, Nathan. <laughs> I like the well, okay, I've never played the Shadowrun. I've never played the tabletop game, but I have played the uh the Genesis and SNES games. And those were those great. Good games. They were those great. Were great games. Uh, the the thing that sticks with me the most is Dog Controls Your Destiny. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, good games. Uh, they they're both really really hard. And uh, I was like, okay, sweet Shadowrun. They're coming out with a new game. It's gonna be awesome. And it was terrible. It was just a, a shitty first person shooter. That's all it was. It was don't, like don't play it. Like TF2, wasn't it? Yeah, only worse. Way only way terrible. worse. Yeah. Okay. Um, by Atlas. Um, I will probably. I'm gonna play that this week on stream. I'm gonna play it this week on stream because I'm buying it on Wednesday. So, you can I'll come watch, watch. it work. Yeah. Well, no, you won't because I don't. While you're playing it at work. But right? no, that's not how don't it works. You, aren't you a full time streamer? I wish. I wish I were, <laughs> were, but I'm not. I actually did. Uh, good news. I did get hired. So I officially. Um, I'm a salaried employee now. I can't wait until you marry me and then put me on your insurance, Nathan. Uh, no, because you know how many hundreds of dollars that would cost a month? You're not worth it, baby. <laughs> um, you don't need insurance anymore. The Affordable Care Act got ter- overturned. No, it didn't. Um, yeah, it did. Well, the, a federal judge, a, a single judge in Texas, Texas ruled Two that it was... Two judges in Texas. Uh, the fucking Texas judges. You know that they're wrong. It's over. No, no more insurance. That's that, so, so. Obama is dead. They already ruled that the Supreme Court already ruled that it wasn't unconstitutional. Unconstitutional like, because the uh, because the the mandate is gone. So so, wait, is that what they ruled? Yes, they said so, it's unconstitutional now because the mandate's gone. I don't know why that changes anything. I don't know. It doesn't. But that is. <laughs> That I don't is, know. I'm not a lawyer. So the Supreme Court originally ruled that because they were trying to fight the mandate and say that the mandate was unconstitutional. And the Supreme oh. Court came and said, this was years ago, the Supreme Court came and said, no, it's not un- unconstitutional because the mandate counts as a tax and we're allowed to tax people. So it's not unconstitutional. Well, and um, also fucking car insurance is mandatory. Yeah, it's... So fuck off. And uh, so, but then they take away the mandate, and then now they're saying, "Fucking, I hate, I hate Republicans so much." Well, no, I don't hate Republicans. I hate because Republican voters, I think generally, and I'm saying generally here because I know there's a like thirty percent of them. It's just terrible people. But the majority of Republican voters are either super conservative and just you know they they stick with their you know religious beliefs and stuff and they don't delve that deep into this stuff or they're just you know that they they're like i don't like abortion and so that's why they vote that way but republican lawmakers use that and say we're against abortion and 
So because we're against abortion, we're going to fuck you over no matter what you do. Like, it's... Uh, let's move on and talk about how Razor's fucking people over. Okay? Oh, yeah, I actually read this as it came out. Yeah. And it blows my fucking mind. One, that Razor of all companies is doing it. And two, that no one else has done this. Because it's brilliant. And retarded like it's bad it's it, a bad it, thing it, so it is it is but it's also brilliant because this business model has existed for forever since like bitcoin became a thing that's how i got bitcoin way back yeah. when yeah it, it's it's a pool it's a mining pool exactly it's just a mining pool run by a corporation and they have brilliantly managed to market it in such a way that you get literally nothing out of it they get everything yes <laughs> it is it is not good so if you don't know what mining is i'm sure you know what mining is um like bitcoin mining and, and ethereum and and all Do dogecoin and all that basically it uses your computer power usually your graphics card to mine coins and then you can then turn those coins into actual monies uh, somehow. Anyway, uh, Razor has decided to start a program where you can download a little app and it will it'll use your computer when it's idle uh, or whenever you choose to let it. It'll use all the power of your computer, of your graphics card, to mine for – I think they mention at the very end what it is. It's um, – uh... I think they said it's a variety of cryptocurrencies, but it includes Ether. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ethereum. It's uh, to a platform called Gamma Now that Razor is yeah. partnered with. Yeah. Yeah, which Gamma Now is is the company that's actually doing all of this. It, it, if you go to their website, it's literally gamification of pooled mining. Yeah. So. Uh, incredible. It's it's really really bad. By the way, do not do this. It's such a stupid fucking scam. Um. And so it says. I, it says I, there, I simultaneously hate it and love it. So there is a way. If you mine Bitcoin or or Ethereum or whatnot, you are using a lot of power. You're using a lot of electricity to do this and. The the main downside of mining, unless you have a big server farm where you're able to just mine really, really quickly, uh, the downside I'm, of it I'm is... a server farm, man. Yeah, the, the, the downside of it is that you're using so much power that you're really not making a profit. Um, the, you're making... the fact of the matter is, unless you have dedicated hardware that was designed for this purpose, you will never win. Exactly. Which you can buy uh, for like twenty five hundred to five thousand a piece. You can you can you can buy ASICs that all they can do is mine cryptocurrencies of specific types. Not even any cryptocurrency. Bitcoin my uh, Bitcoin mining hardware won't work to mine Litecoin, and I yeah. don't believe it'll work to mine Ethereum. It will only work to mine Bitcoin. Which mining Bitcoin, <laughs> you ain't doing it. Yeah. So. It says there is a way to keep mining cryptocurrencies at a profit even when the cost of electricity and equipment outstrips the games, and that's not paying for them. 
For example, criminals have used malware to create botnets that mine cryptocurrency on infected machines, which is uh, kudos. Kudos to those hackers. Good job. Um, so oh, Also, like IT uh, support people have installed Bitcoin miners on uh, corporate networks. We've totally, so like, we've, we've totally we, we talked covered about that. doing it. Yeah, we totally talked yeah. about doing that at Sony. We didn't do it, by the way. I will, uh-huh. I will put it out there that we did not, because those machines were actually really powerful. They had oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they had really, really good hardware in them. And had uh, we have pushed some mining stuff on them, oh, yeah, we could have made, we could have made some good money off that. Anyway, um, Razer. So you're saying Sony didn't pick you up? I, I, shockingly enough, shockingly enough, yeah. Uh, even the just so you know, the the director of the game, we told him what the uh, what hardware we had, and he's like, uh, "So you know, we could use that for mining, right?" And I was like, "No, bad, can't do that." Uh, anyway, they're releasing Soft Miner. It's a mining software that generates some sort of cryptocurrency, you know, Ethereum. But according to Razer's announcement, users running the software won't actually receive any of it. They instead get Razer Silver. It's a form of a company script that can be redeemed towards purchases in the Razer Razer store. Um, Razer Silver is not a cryptocurrency. It's a loyalty rewards program. We work with a crypto mining technology to harness your computer's GPU. In turn, we will reward you with Silver, giving you access to Razer's ecosystem and suite of rewards. So... So, so in other words, they use your machine to mine bitcoins, and then they give you Razer Fun Bucks. Yeah, it says you yes. can get five hundred Razer silver or more in one day. Instead, it, re- uh, it recommends having a suitably powerful graphics card and allowing the software to suck up any unused cycles from it. So, it says it wants you to have a GTX ten fifty or AMD RX four sixty uh, with the auto mode set on, so it'll automatically mine when when you're not doing stuff. Um, it says here again, another release from this says Razer makes no guarantee as to the nature, quality, or value of the features of the service, um, software or any third party content, goods or services that will be acceptable, uh, accessible through the use of virtual credits or the availability supply or redeemability of such virtual credits. Razer reserves the right without prior notification to limit the quantity of virtual credits and or the use to provide you with any virtual credits. Price, exchangeability, and the availability of virtual credits are determined by Razer in the sole discretion and are subject to change at any time without notice. So it says here, we can do whatever we want. So let's say we we were giving you 500 a day, and then they're like, oh, wait, we meant that we're giving you 100 a day. Uh, or hey, you know, you finally got enough to uh, to buy this keyboard that you really wanted. The which we'll get to soon. Don't worry. How much things cost? You finally got enough to buy this stuff. We're raising the price by a hundred thousand coins. Have fun. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, the announcement page even shows that despite the likelihood Razer SoftMiner will slow down your computer, it says high traffic on the application will result in users earning less silver. So don't don't you dare use your computer or you might not get silver. Um it says in the the Razer quote it says ex- ex- 
Expect a slower earning rate when there is high traffic on the application. Razer SoftMiner uses a substantial amount of your GPU power to ensure you get the highest Razer Silver yield possible. Hence, when the application is running, your PC will likely run slower than its usual speed. Okay. So let's take a look at um, at what you get from that. Are you guys still there? No. Okay. Nope. Uh, it says, take a look at some of the things that Razer Silver catalog. There's a handful of deals that are not terrible. You get a $5, $10, $20 vouchers towards purchases that cost comparatively low amounts of Razer Silver. Uh, you get a $12 Amazon gift card that takes 17,000 Razer Silver to obtain at 500 a day so that would be a little over a month to get $12 Amazon gift cards 34 days uh, you're getting about 35 cents a day towards the purchase a rate that's held up uh, compared with several other items now here's here's more Razor's senior PR manager Kevin Allen told Gizmodo via email that the recommended uh, 1050 and RX 460 setup should generate a figure of 500 Razor a day. The software aims to use 100% of the C- the GPU. Um, so they're they're doing some rough math here, but it's saying that you you end up getting um, you get a little bit for it. So it's it's you're making like a few dollars. So you're using up your GPU, power bills going up, uh, and you're for the amount of virtual cor- currency you're getting, you get a few dollars. So, not not really great. Also, no. Um, your Razer Silver Which is sort is of what good. you would say about Razer. Not very well, great. So here's another thing: Razer Silver is only good for one year. I didn't know that part. Yeah, it's only good for one year uh, before it starts to vanish at the same rate it was generated. That's incredible. <laughs> it says, uh, the quote says, there's a 12-month validity period from the date Razor Silver earned or claimed. You are encouraged to redeem your rewards before the Razor Silver expiration reaches one year. Okay, but here's... Here's the fun part. Okay. If you do generate 500 Razor Silver a day, which I think we all have, like, you have a 1080 Ti, right, Aroa? I have a 1080. You have a 1080. I have a 1070, and, and Connor has a 1070. Right. So we would we would generate probably, let's say, seven or 800 Silver a day. That seems fair. But it says if you do generate 500 Razor Silver a day, you can theoretically generate... 182,500 Razor Silver over the course of one year. Several items redeemable in the Razor catalog cost significantly more than this. Uh, the Huntsman Elite keyboard costs 280,000 Silver, meaning you can never actually obtain that if you generate only 500 a day. And that's if you do nothing else on your computer except for mine their Razor Silver, or uh, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, it's kind of remarkable how similar this is to actually mining cryptocurrency. I know. Razor Silver it's almost is like part this of... is a demonstration of how unprofitable it is to participate in cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh, it says Razor Silver is part of the large 
larger server services ecosystem whereby the user can earn more Razor Silver by purchasing with Razor Gold, being active on the Razor Community Insider, playing games, Cortex, or engaging with other partner platforms, X Mogul Arena. I don't know what that is. This program is more about the sum of the parts than just earning with the Razor Soft Miner. So here's the thing. This is what I'm getting to. I have never really liked Razor. I own I own exactly one Razor product, and that is the Razor Kraken headset. And it's okay. That's that's all I can say about it. I got it for half price, so I got it for fifty dollars. It's not a headset that is worth one hundred dollars. I will I will tell you that. Their software. Have you ever used their software, Roa? Their so so synapse so I, or whatever so i have a razor black widow okay keyboard okay and it's it's an original one it's blue and it has actual cherry blue keycaps nice or keys um and then i also have a razor Ouroboros mouse okay it's one of the worst mice i've ever used <laughs> keyboard's fantastic this mouse is garbage yeah yeah um, gotcha the software I don't have it installed anymore because it is it is Garbage. some of the worst software that I have ever had to use with with hardware. Like ever. It is, it is absolute garbage. Like it it completely it, terrible. Sometimes it just decides it doesn't it it your your macros just don't work. This don't today. Okay. You have to you have to restart and hope that it works. Uh it updates Every fucking day, it seems. And I don't know what they do. I don't know what they're doing with it. Because it ain't fixing anything. No. Everything's always broken. Yeah. And, like... I, I used it for yeah. my headset. when I Because I was like, oh, I guess I'll install it. Because I can mess with my headset settings and stuff. Uh, it broke streaming. I could not get audio... To work like for some reason the audio was super low in my streams after that. Whenever I had that installed, I think I think the real problem is that uh, their drivers are terrible. Like they yeah. just their their software overall is just really really bad. So this this whole software I already was like I don't really like Razer products. They're too expensive. But if I can get them on like a fifty percent sale, I might buy like a keyboard or something. Because the, the keyboards are, are pretty good. Uh, I don't know about the mice. The headset I had was all right for half price. They're, they're mice that aren't, like, fancy in any way. Like, um, the I think it was the Sidewinder isn't that bad. Yeah. Uh, anything that's just, like, a standard uh, three- or five-button mouse is, yeah. is fine. That makes sense. Um. I, but I would, well, I, this I, fucking piece of shit has the worst battery I've ever encountered. <laughs> I have the, the, the fucking charger. The charger broke. It just doesn't work. I have the Logitech uh, G602. Like I, have a, I have a fucking wireless mouse, but if I unplug it, it just doesn't. Oh, just doesn't so it's not work. wireless. It's, okay, good. Yeah, it's, yeah not, well, it's not actually wireless. Mine's wireless, too. It's uh, the wireless uh, G602, and uh, it's really good. I like it. Uh, the only problem I had I do with like it, the Logitech mouse that I that I got. Yeah, the only friend. the only problem I had with it was I had one earlier, um, the same type, uh, for about two years, and then the mouse wheel just stopped working. 
which seems like a problem. So I had to buy another one. But I got this on sale for like 30-something bucks. So uh, I will never buy a Razer product again. After after this shit, like, yes, I admire that they are they are they are wholeheartedly going into fucking over their consumers. Um but I will n- I will never buy a razor product again cuz I, I this this is the the tipping point right here. Right here. Yeah, Rob. this is this is just them blatantly taking advantage of their position in the market. Yeah. as being like the quintessential gamer brand. Yeah. And and just fisting their customers. So I'm going to stick with uh I wonder when this is going to be side installed along along with uh, their driver software this like like um, whenever you go to install synapse there'll also be a checkbox for install the razor soft miner so that my resources it'll be automatically selected yeah yeah it will be yeah it'll be automatically selected and uh you're gonna press it and they're gonna be like hey are you sure you don't want to install this it really helps the gaming performance guys and then you'll say, no, I don't want to install it. And they'll be like, we're going to install it anyway. Ha, 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 ha. Um, let's move on. Let's move on because I want to. Wow. Okay. So we have a couple depressing stories right in a row. So that's good. Um, Google. Now, uh, have you ever, have either of you worked as a contractor before? I know Connor has, right? Yeah, I've done several contract gigs before. They suck dick, right? Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so what's really popular in America is, uh, companies don't want to pay benefits. It's really popular for them to not like supporting their employees. And so what they'll do is instead of hiring people on full time, they'll hire them as contract workers for a year or two years or something like that. And then they'll either let them go or at that point they were, will hire them on full time, mainly because they legally have to. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, Obama made it uh, before uh, in, I forget when exactly, but when Obama was president, before that, they could hire contract workers for as long as they wanted. And I, that, I didn't know that that's not still the case. Yeah, and so uh, like what, what happened at Sony was uh, the QA guys, all the QA guys pretty much were contract workers. And they would have to work there for two years, and then they would have to – Sony would either act – at that point, either have to hire them or let them go. And so <laughs> most of the time what they would do is they would let them go knowing that after three months – like there's a three – they have to have a three-month break, and then they can rehire them as a contractor because Obama was like you need the, – the Obama administration rather was like, okay – you can't just hire contract workers and not give them benefits for like 10 years. You have to hire them on. Like there there has to be a point where after two years, you either decide whether you're going to keep this person or not. And uh, the way they get around it is by laying them off for three months and then bringing them back on. Huh. Um, so that's why that's what happens with contract workers. Anyway, uh, so but but. A lot of companies, uh, Intel does this too. They they hire on contract workers, and they won't let you do anything. So like, um, there'll be like giveaways, and they'll be like, "All right, everyone's eligible for the giveaway, except for those fucking contract workers." Oh yeah, um, yeah, my company does that too. Yeah, um, 
Sony, thankfully, Sony, uh, when I was there, I will say that at least Ben Studio is super good to all of their contract workers. Everything that the normal people get, uh, other than like health benefits and stuff that they really can't control. Um, so all of the giveaways, uh, they go to the contract workers as well. All of the, um, like the, the Christmas party and the, the summer party and stuff like that, contract workers get all of that. So that's really cool. Um, but you know, it's still, you know, the Sony corporation as a whole doesn't do that. Um, because they would send giveaways and stuff and be like, don't give this to contract workers. And the people at so, uh, Ben Studio were like, we're going to give it to the contract workers. <laughs> so uh, Google, though, doesn't want you to do that. So there were some internal docs warning not to give contractors shirts. Uh, it says, uh, the document warns that Google staff, and this is from Gizmodo. Uh, the document warns Google staff to leave TVCs, I'm presuming that means contractors, TV contractors, uh, out of team meetings where strategic or proprietary information may be shared. That's kind of fair. Um, if they're, if they're contract workers, you don't want them privy on, on some of the, the inner workings as well as cautions against rewarding productive TVCs with gifts like shirts from the Google store. The Guardian wrote that two employees said security guards, who are also TV seeds, are sometimes used to keep the non-employees out of events like weekly all-hands meetings. Um, and it says the training, in, uh, this is a quote, says the training instructs Google employees not to invite TVCs to all-hands meetings, team offsites, or the company's weekly, thank God it's Friday meetings, where employees vote on questions to post to top executives. Indeed, according to two current employees, the company also employs security guards to stand outside all-hands meetings, admitting those who employees' badges are white um, and keeping TVCs whose badges are red outside. The security guards themselves are subcontracted and wear red badges. That's so fucked up. Yeah, like... Uh, I, I so think the the experience that I always had as a contractor is you definitely do sort of get the third class citizen treatment. Yeah, and this is just taking it to an extra step. This is I, I mean I get like scarlet letter vibes from this sort of thing. It's badging you as inferior based on the color that you're wearing. Yeah, and they do the yeah, same like thing. Even at even at my company, you get excluded from like a lot of things. But like when we have a Christmas dinner thing. Like, did the contractors now, still get to fucking eat and shit? I, I, did, did I, did I ever tell you what happens at Gearbox? Do they, do they lock the contractors in a room? No, yes, and they beat them. They beat them with sticks. <laughs> no, um, not contractors, but the QA guys. Uh, one of the my coworkers at um, Sony, what he had worked for Gearbox previously and worked on Borderlands actually, and. He was like, yeah, so the QA guys were third-class citizens. They weren't invited to any of the the, the like Christmas party or, or anything like that. Um, they, ha- they had to have their own Christmas party, the, um, the QA guys had to. God, the shittiest so thing. So they would like – yeah, they would have to like buy their own keg <laughs> and have their own Christmas party. And then 
Um, the really shitty thing is the QA guys set up the Christmas party for the full time for the other employees. Oh my god! <laughs> and then, like they not only did they set it up, they also had to set up all of the 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 stuff that they won. So like they would give away Xboxes and Playstations and stuff, and they had to set up all the prizes that they couldn't win. That's like a joke. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Thankfully, IT, I guess, was was actual citizens, but not not QA guys. Uh, it says here, swags, bonuses, and other gifts are considered taxable income to the individual, which Alphabet cannot report since we're not the TVC employer. It can also raise ethics or compliance concerns. Finally, we need to respect and adhere to local laws and regulations, and CVC's employees may have strict policies about receiving gifts. So you can't get gifts. You can't get giveaways. Um, they won't give you, that's usually if you're a contractor, you're not getting bonuses either, which is kind of bullshit to me. You won't. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, until last week, I was a contractor at my current job and, um, I had no paid time off, anything like that. Thankfully now I have, uh, for the rest of the year, I have exactly one day of paid time off. Eight hours of paid time off until the beginning of next year. However, they do front load all of the paid time off for, for uh, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, which my, is good my and bad. Does that too. Which is good and bad. The good is that you get eighty hours of paid time off. You can take starting January first. You only um, get eighty hours. Yeah, only eighty hours of PTO. Wow. Um, but I am using all of that up in February to go to Japan. Huh. So, but I am getting paid to go to Japan. So, I can't really complain about that. Uh after 1 year of work, I get 96 hours of PTO. Which is a little bit Only better, but 96? Yes. Um America sucks. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 place gives us 144 hours. That's pretty sweet. Is that all PTO? Yeah. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah, it it's is. We get 144 hours of paid time off plus four sick days. Uh, but the so the sick days roll over, but the PTO does not. Oh, see, our PTO roll, rolls over, but the sick time doesn't exist. Um, and the well, reason it doesn't exist. So in Oregon, you're they're actually required to give you sick time. You are you're required to get one week of sick time every single year. Uh, and the reason that they did that was because employers suck. And the employers, of course, found loopholes. And that loophole was if you already offer um, 40 hours of, of PTO, you don't have to give – that. you can roll up the sick time in the PTO. So if I call in sick, then I'm using up some of my PTO. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course that's how it should work, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so what else? What else are contractors not allowed to do? They're not allowed to go to training programs beyond job-related tasks. They're not allowed to pay for travel expenses with a G card or listing themselves as working for Google on any social platform. Okay, that that last one is really weird to me because, like. When I worked well, at they, Sony, they can. They just have to point out that they're a contractor. Oh, okay. Uh, on resumes, mentioning their contractor status, the Guardian wrote, 
the documents say that Google has um, implemented these rules regarding TVCs for three reasons. Potential code of conduct violations, the possibility of security risks or unauthorized leaks, and co-employment concerns. The last one is reportedly the paramount concern, and it's all about money with Google wishing to avoid liability for employer obligations. So um, this is just like indicative of how shitty America is. Like we we and allow Google. and and Google. I mean, and the shitty thing is, I as as you know, a consumer, I like Google. Um, I I have a Google Pixel. I'm on Google Fi. Uh, I use Chrome as my internet browser. Like as a consumer, <clears throat> I really really like Google, but as like you know, a human being. I also hate Google, so I don't know. I'm conflicted. I'm 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 really conflicted, guys, on uh on if I should like Google or not. I think the no, answer is no. It. I just hate all companies. I do. That, I do. That, that's what makes it easier. Is if you just go, is it a corporation? Then I hate them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of shit. Like we we hate them, but like Amazon, I hate Amazon. I hate their yeah, business practices. I hate them. I, buy I hate sh- them so much that I bought an Echo Dot yesterday. Oh, yeah, because uh, if you go to Woot right now, uh, the original Echo uh, is really cheap. $30 for Amazon Echo first generation. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how uh, good it is, but it's... I just it's wanted the... one extra one because I, I have a... I have a thermostat that has Alexa built in, but it has so. Some so how is missing. how is the Echo like? I, I, I don't know. I have an actual Echo, but like I can do most things with it. There's just some weird features that you can't do, like reminders and timers and stuff. Which I I'm wondering if that's just a hardware. Is that on the dot? Or... No, this is on the uh, this is on the Ecobee Four. Okay, because I have it, that. It just has an Alexa thing built into it i don't ha- i have um a uh a, a fire fire pad or whatever whatever they're called and that has alexa built in but i've never used it um i i kind of want to get the echo uh the echo first generation here because it's 30 dollars. I, I think it's worth it considering you can get a second gen dot for 20 yeah, and the first gen Echo supposedly has, well, the Echo in general ha- just by the way that it's designed has way better sound. Well, yeah, it has a speaker in it and stuff, and like an actual well, full size. Speakers. Well, yes, but an actual like full size good speaker instead of it being tiny. Yeah. Like, well, that's I, so that's that's what I'm I'm kind of experimenting with having the dot. I want to yeah. see how much use I actually get out of it whenever I don't have to yell across the house to get it to hear me. Although it was really creepy because I was talking fairly quietly in yeah. uh, the adjacent room and it still heard me. Yeah. Uh, you can order. And... So it's, it looks like here you get Pandora, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, which by the way, we are on uh, Spotify, TuneIn, and uh, iHeartRadio. Um, I don't think we're on iHeartRadio actually. Uh, calendars, Wemo. I'm thinking about getting this. Audible, uh, Domino's. I could order Domino's with it. I, I I do, I do really like being able to go 
Alexa order more of uh, more cat litter. That's pretty and cool. Then it just, yeah, it just does it. So or... anyway, uh, don't if if you if you're not in America and you're listening to this podcast, don't move here. Yeah, don't don't, don't do it. Just just stay where you're at. Thing is, the thing is, like I know I know that uh, God, I don't remember what Parallax Abstraction's real name is anymore. Jerry, J- Jerry, Jerry. I know I know Jerry com- has his own complaints about Canada, but honestly, like if you want a lot of the benefits of living in America without actually living here, Canada seems like the way to go. Yeah. I mean, Canada's great. You still get all the, like, you still get music streaming services that work well. You still get YouTube Premium. You know, you you get all the the shit that's tied to North America Mm -hmm. without the America. Yeah, and the America is the shitty part, I would imagine. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But, I mean, there are some bad things about Canada. Um Apparently, everyone from Canada comes to North America to to America to get um, uh, health t- services. Every one of them, right? All of them. All oh. of them. Every person. Yeah. Oh, I I was under the impression that it was uh, it was more of an opposite scenario where oh, right. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Actually, yeah, I you're, think, you're I think right. people yeah. actually illegally import medication from Canada because it's inexplicably cheaper there. Yeah, well, you know what? I've actually uh, I thought about doing that before. It's probably because it's manufactured in China. That's what yeah, it yeah, that's what it. We don't send our drugs over there and sell them for cheaper. That's no. not what happens. No, no, no. no. Anyway, um, don't don't work for Google. I. Before I got my job, um, my current job I have right now, I had an interview with a, a a Canadian company actually working remote, and their benefits were amazing. Like it was, it would have been great to get that job. Unfortunately, I didn't get the job, but uh, it was uh, a place called Rise Vision. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a uh, digital signage company, and I would have yeah. been. I would have been re- working remotely to help people set up their their digital signage and and make sure all that stuff worked. Sounds awful. Uh yeah, but it would have been uh way better because it would have been for a, a Canadian company who actually gives a shit about their employees. Unlike yeah. Google apparently. So, let's move on. Our last story of the day is Discord. So last week, I think it was last week we talked about Epic Game Store charging way way less percentage than uh steam to developers right yep like uh, steam has 30 percent. i think epic game stores has um 12 12 percent and i think discord is going even lower and they're taking 10 percent the cap capitalism is it it's it's working somewhat guys kind of kind it, of it's the consumer that ultimately loses here yeah yeah so yeah why? it is capitalism working yeah so why why does the consumer lose um because now we're going back to like kind of the whole reason that digital distribution was good uh is now going away uh, uh, because you used to be able or you used to have to like 
find out because we had like ga games that were only sold in specific stores or you could only pre-order them in specific stores uh, and or you'd have pre-order bonuses that you could only get from certain stores yeah. and now it's just you buy everything on steam it doesn't yeah. matter uh but but now now we're, we're having fragmentation even in the basic digital distribution of fucking games on pc yeah, but so is it, get... okay, okay, but but here's the deal. What isn't competition good? So so you don't want Steam having a monopoly because then they can charge whatever they want for stuff. It's true. That's true. But yeah. all you're doing is making more Steams. Okay, but but let's look at it this way. Um Intel for the last how many years has had the same processor being released over and over again? Like yeah, to to like you have the twenty you have a twenty six hundred K. I know I gave it to you. Um, yep. That processor is still good, like it still yeah. works well. And until this last generation with the the eight series processors, they hadn't moved from a four core eight thread processor, and. The the speeds weren't even that great. Like you could get the yeah, you could get the eight uh twenty six hundred K up to four gigs, right? I th I think that's what you can max out at. Maybe four point two. I could probably get it up to four point two or four, even four point five. Yeah, and that's I mean the the eighty eighty six which was supposed to be their their god tier of the eighty seven hundred K was five gigs. So yeah. they they haven't really improved, and that's because Intel owns the market. AMD for the longest time was making mediocre processors at best, and then once Razer started making their Ryzen processors, we're getting Ra quote Razer? fragmentation in the marketplace. But Razer, uh, fucking AMD. That's what I meant. Sorry. Uh, we talked about Razer earlier. I met AMD. AMD released their Ryzen processors. And now, finally, we're getting competition where Intel's actually trying to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. Uh, AMD is, hopefully next month, they're going to announce that we're going to get some kick-ass processors for a decent price. And I am going to build a machine out of that. Yeah, I, I will too, because uh, my motherboard appears to be dying. Oh, no. oh I'm sorry. It, it blue screens almost every night. That's with not a good. USB driver error. Oh, do you have um, USB three point one on it? No. Oh, this motherboard existed before USB three point one existed. Or, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that because it's <laughs> it's a twenty six hundred K. I yeah. mean, you could you could always go and try to buy a a new motherboard too, instead of building a new but... instead of building a new PC. But like, I might as well build a new PC. Yeah, and and if a and you could use your 1080. Uh, yeah. You could you could use your power supply. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to buy new RAM. Yeah. Uh, new motherboard and new processor. That's all you need to get, really. Yeah. No, I could I I, I could do what I want for like probably around six or seven hundred dollars and have a machine that'll last me, uh, probably longer than this one has. Yeah. And unless the, unless Intel key and AMD keep pushing the envelope and and actually 
get some competition going. So what I'm trying to say is, if Steam has monopoly, that's a bad thing. I'm I understand what you're saying by having fragmentation in the marketplace. Oh, you want to play this game? You have to download. You want to play Overwatch? You have to download Battle.net. Uh, if you if you want to play um, Anthem, you have to you have the Origin installer. Game, you have to download Origin. If you want to play any Ubisoft game, you have to download UPlay. Even it, if they sell, so here's the deal. Even if they even sell, if they it, sell on it on Steam, Steam, you have to download UPlay, which is stupid. Yes, it, it it is stupid, and this is not really doing anything for the consumer. It's still not. It really isn't. I mean, maybe developers will be more inclined to sell their games for less because they get more money out of it, but. In the vein of capitalism, that's not how it's going to work. They're going to sell it for the same price on every platform, and they'll just make more money on the Epic Store or on Discord. Which, as an aside, I'm not going to buy my games from Discord. I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. That's just a dumb idea. You're not going to buy games through Discord? No, that's dumb. Discord is a chat client. I don't need it to be any more bloated than it already is. But but what if you could buy games through Skype? That's oh, retarded. Yeah, he's, he's he's doing a joke or something. Was that a joke, Nathan? You're joking, that was, right? That was a joke. Yeah, yeah. Was, no. The, um, all this all this is doing is pushing me to look for more games that are sold on GOG. Oh, I love GOG. GOG is good. Yeah, GOG Galaxy. That's another one. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see, and, let's but, see how many we can list. We got Epic Games Launcher. We've got Origin. We've got Steam. We've got is Direct to Drive still around? Or did, did no, that die? That died. Long okay. Dead. Uh, no, we, we get you play. Gog Galaxy. You play. I'm sorry. What was that? Beam Dog. Beam Dog. Yeah. Oh, Microsoft Store. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft yeah. Store. Um, I'm sure there's more di- uh, digital marketplaces. That have their own launcher. Do I we think... want to count services like Google's streaming service? No, no, I think that's a little different. Uh, Green Man Gaming, I think, has their own launcher for a while. I I think that that they they might have bought Beam Dog. Now that I think about it, okay. I want to say Beam Dog had something to do with uh, Green Man Gaming at some point. But yeah, they definitely did. Oh, GameStop had their own downloader for a while. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cause... suffice to say, too goddamn many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I like competition, but that does sound like uh, a few, a few too many. But I still think that I, having the platforms I, offer less is good, or or take I less do is good. Think that it's that it's ultimately a good thing for the overall market to have companies that are willing to go and and push things like this. Because it is, it, it was, and continues to be, seem using their dominant place in the market to go, yeah, well, what are you going to do about us taking 30% of your revenue? Huh? What are you going to, you're going to go sell it on Origin? Yeah, go fuck yourself. That, like, that's all it was. Combined with the fact that Steam is a pile of shit. Like, not the client itself. The client is mediocre. But if you want to put a game on Steam, you just do it, even if it's if it's literally just a picture 
all of a pile of shit just spinning around and you push you push z to make it shoot because you made it in game maker studio or some shit that, that you could sell it on steam i'm looking forward and, to a roa's uh a rose game a uh, shit spin uh, <laughs> shit, and, shit and spin there we go that's it i i'm trademarking that right now do it um but holy crap yeah it mean and meanwhile epic is going to epic is going to be vetting every game that comes through i'm sure discord is doing something similar already so uh i just want you to know that all of the prince of persia games are on sale on gog right now for two dollars and fifty cents yeah, they're doing some kind of really crazy sale right now. Uh, yeah, Prince of Persia. Oh, the Sands of Time was so good. There's um, actually several games on there that I didn't expect to be on there. Prince of Persia, yeah. The Warrior Within was okay. Uh, the Two Thrones was okay. And Prince of Persia, the remake that they had, uh, was awful. It was awful. I don't know if you played that, but it, was, it wasn't good. Yeah, hello? What? I think what? What's up? You don't want to talk about Prince of Persia. Stop. I really Prince like Persia's old. I really like Prince of Persia. Okay. Old Screw games are bad. You're bad. No, I, I wouldn't go that far. You're bad. Old games are universally bad. Oh, also, you can get Subnautica for free on the Epic Game Store right now. That's pretty sweet, right. actually. Yeah, I already have it, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get it right now. Oh, uh, did you know that Epic remade or was making a new Unreal tournament? I forgot about yes, that. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Uh you it's can get bad. Kerbal you can get Kerbal Space Program for sixteen bucks, Connor. I already own Kerbal Space Program. That game's phenomenal. Yeah. You know, if you're into things like rocket science. <laughs> yes. That's that's it. Yeah, it's rocket science. Um, but anyway, I think we have run out of uh of things to talk about today. So I'm going to call it quits. Thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for being here, Connor. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for being here, Reeton. And uh, uh, we, will, we will see you next week with episode 178, uh, our Christmas edition, our Christmas episode. I don't know. what We're not going to do anything special for Christmas, by the by. Um, just like we didn't do anything for Hanukkah, which was December 2nd to December 10th. So I ain't no Jew. I don't know any of that. I'm leaving on that. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, jeez.